PodRocket is sponsored by LogRocket, a front-end monitoring and product analytics solution. Don't know what that is? Go to LogRocket.com. Thanks. Hey everyone, today I'm here with Kyle Matthews. Kyle is the founder and CTO of Gatsby. Welcome, Kyle. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, so maybe just to start, I mean, I know at this point, like Gatsby's, I feel like it's pretty ubiquitous, but I'm sure there's some people that haven't used it or haven't heard of it. So maybe you could start by giving us like a brief introduction to, to what, what is Gatsby and why should anyone use it? No, sure, sure, yeah. So Gatsby is a React framework, and um, we, we focus on helping people, you know, build really fast uh, websites, kind of kind of more like sort of traditional content-driven sites, uh, like you, you use a CMS for. And so um, Gatsby, with Gatsby Cloud, we have, uh, you know, kind of full preview support for, uh, you know, content editors, um, along with, of course, you know, really great kind of like sort of the developer experience that you expect from you know, working with React. And yeah, and uh, we've been around for like six years now at the Open Source Project. And then my co-founder and I, we created the company uh, kind of early, start of 2018. So we've been a company for a few years. And uh, yeah, um, launching, you know, we, we launched a lot of things on Gatsby Cloud recently, like hosting, uh, function support. Um, so it's turning into, you know, really kind of first-class platform for running Gatsby sites. And so, you know, you said something interesting, which is that Gatsby is primarily geared towards content websites and mm -hmm. you know traditionally i think pe many people think of react as what you use when you're building like a web application you need a lot of you know one of these fat web applications with a ton of client-side logic but you know increasingly people are using react even for what would typically be like a static i don't know html css website so like what is the advantage of being able to use react for a simpler content website? Yeah, no, sure. That's a great question. And, and we definitely get asked that a lot. Um, so my background is I spent a lot of time in sort of the CMS world. So, you know, uh, in college, I started just doing like freelance, building like mostly like Drupal sites for clients. I, I built a, uh, spent a couple of years working on like a startup and I worked at Pantheon as a front end engineer. And for people who don't know, Pantheon is a Drupal uh, WordPress uh, kind of hosting company. And so, you know, spend a lot of time as both like front engineer and PM there, you know, working with all of our customers who are all using, you know, Drupal and WordPress extensively to build lots and lots of sites for lots of people. So anyways, so kind of like really familiar with that world, um, both living in it and supporting it uh, and tooling. And so, and the, so anyway, so like the problem with like, why, why, why there's, there's, there's in kind of a, why Gatsby has a place here and it makes a lot of sense is that CMSs focus largely on sort of the content aspect of, of the problem. They're helping marketers, you know, like they're, they're, they're helping people create large quantities of, of content. So there's a lot of like organizational work, like, you know, tagging structures, categorization, you know, all the taxonomy stuff. There's like marketing workflows, like content workflows, like who can create stuff and when and how and who has to review it. And anyway, so CMS, there's just like a lot of complexity there that CMSs handle, you know, for you, for like organizations that, have lots of content and lots of people working on content. But the problem though is that typically the the, the both the front end developer experience kind of suffers by comparison. They'll typically give you just some like simple templating stuff and you know some rudimentary you know CSS and JavaScript support. Uh, but 
you know, all of the huge innovations that we've seen in the front end world have kind of not, you can like get them in the CMS space, but it's like, it's kind of a lot of extra work. And then also in the same way, uh, you know, we, we, we've learned a lot about how to build really, really fast websites, uh, you know, like CDN for static assets everywhere. Um, you know, a lot of kind of like advanced compiler stuff to, to kind of, uh, uh, you know, squeeze every bit of performance out of your HTML and CSS and JavaScript, you know, lazy loading. Anyways, there's just a really long list of stuff. And again, like these have been kind of slow coming towards the CMS world. They're still like adding a bunch of script tags and, and, and CSS, you know, links things. And anyways, like if you look at a lot of, you know, it, it, you know, people in the WordPress world or Drupal world will be like, well, you can make your site fast if you do all this cachy magic and you do all these things. But it's like, it's not the default. So it's like for your typical you know, your typical agency, you know, freelancer, uh, it, it's just not going to be necessarily the best kind of user experience that comes out of the box. And so uh, where we see Gatsby is like, we're sort of like the new front end to, to the CMS. Um, you know, there's a lot of complexity in the back end and like pairing, a, you know, pairing the great back ends that the CMS has built for, for managing content with, you know, Gatsby, which is like, hey, we're taking care of creating an incredible developer experience um, creating great integrations with the CMSs, you know, handling like the marketer flows of like, I, you know, I'm editing something, I need to see a preview of what it looks like, and then of course creating like a really great user experience. That that that's where we come in. So, yeah, so just like so the yeah, it's like the CMS, it's the CMS problem, but with a new front end. Got it. So basically, it's like you know, a, your kind of content or marketing team can choose whatever their favorite CMS is, and then mm-hmm. for the engineering team building the front end on that CMS, Gatsby streamlines that process and gives you good developer tooling. And it sounds like performance is a first class citizen. And er- earlier I said I had two questions. My second question was going to be about performance, just like, you know, I think people typically think about React as being maybe okay with performance. And in, if you're building a complex web application, page loads or things like that, maybe not quite as important, but when you're building a blog or a, or a content website or stuff like performance is everything. And so maybe we could talk a bit more about like some of the things Gatsby does out of the box to help build performance sites and to make React faster. No, totally. Um, yeah, I mean, React by itself is, you know, the, the, the kind of the actual React core code is about the same size as like jQuery. And like we've been loading jQuery in sites for, you know, I don't know, jQuery feels like an eternal part of the web, but again, whatever it is now, it's like 10, 12 years old. Um, so, it, yeah, the problem like React sites, you know, get into is that it's really easy to just start like pulling in stuff. And and React by default, you know, like create React app and like most sort of like default webpack setups, they, they kind of like pull all of your JavaScript for your entire site into one bundle. Um, and that gets super slow because you'd be like, across the site, we have like a megabyte of JavaScript, and do you really need to load a megabyte on every page? So one of the like really critical things that that Gatsby does out of the box is that we we split up your code uh, per route. So you know you have a front page route, then you have like the blog index route, and then you have like a blog page route, and each of those components, you know, use you know you have your own JavaScript. Maybe you pull in the library to do something. But it's only going to get loaded if it's actually needed. And so what that means is that, yes, if you click to every page on the site, you'll still load a megabyte. But you know, loading the first page is going to be very fast because it's going to pull in you know, uh, maybe you know, 120 kilobytes. 
Um, and so it, it, it's, it's a very, uh, yeah, it's a very fast experience. And I think I've uh, seen Gatsby does some interesting stuff with images. Is that, is that right? I'm curious, maybe you could talk more about that. Yeah. 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 So, so, um, so the, the, the bundling is like, uh, something, uh, we do out of the box is really nice beyond that. There's kind of like a couple other key things to do to make your site fast. There's how you create the HTML and how you load the CSS. So one of the things that we do is we inline, we inline your CSS for each page too. And so that avoids like an extra request and, and can be a pretty significant speed up. And then images, uh, yeah, like performantly loading images, there is just kind of this deep pool of complexity that you, you have to handle. Uh, there, there's like a source set, which like allows you to say like, you know, for, for a mobile device, load this image. For this device, load this image. You know, for, for desktop, load this image. For a very wide desktop, you know, uh, load this image. And then there's like kind of different image formats because like the, the smart people working on kind of like image compression, they're always coming out with like new versions. So lately there's like WebP and then AVIF. Um, and these are awesome. Like they're like huge savings over, you know, kind of the, the tried and true JPEG or, or, or you know, ping. But they're not every browser supports them yet. And so the, the browsers have created ways to sort of like conditionally load these different formats. But, you know, the image, the image element, like it seems simple. It's like image, you know, source equals this, alt equals this. But then once you're like accounting for all these things, you have to generate like, <laughs> I don't know, like 80, 80, 80 lines of uh, HTML to, to kind of really performantly load uh, an image. And then you throw in like lazy loading and, and fallbacks for browsers that don't support image lazy. Anyways, uh, and there's also like you want to, whatever, I, I won't go into every last little detail. But the point though is that uh, what Gatsby does for you is, it's really nice, is that um, it kind of like hides all that complexity behind our image component. So we have a React image component that, that, that kind of like says like, okay, like you want fast images, that's really key, but you know, there's all this complexity in sort of the raw HTML and CSS to make it happen. And, and in JavaScript too, there's kind of like JavaScript that, you know, little uh, glue JavaScript to make it all work. We're just going to turn that into a component that all, you know, kind of takes you back to the simplicity of the original image component that you just like import the Gatsby, you know, image component and you just say source equals this and then you're kind of done. Um, and so that's, that's something that people really, really love uh, about using Gatsby is that, uh, uh, yeah, just so your images are great and it doesn't take a lot of work. Yes, I can having worked on many websites, I can attest to images always being a problem. So d definitely sounds like Gatsby makes things a lot easier there. And so moving on a bit, like there, there's a lot of frameworks out there for building web apps and you know, some each kind of has its own use case and some focus more on kind of that rich uh, client-side web application. Some are much more in the kind of uh, content website area, which seems like Gatsby is. But maybe you could speak a bit to like, I mean, Next.js is kind of the big one that comes to mind that's been growing a lot in popularity. Like, what is Gatsby better for? Maybe what is Next better for? How should someone choose between the two when building a new web project? Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, Next, Next is doing a great job. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of a Venn diagram. There, there's, there's definitely places where, well, obviously Next is, is better for this. And like obviously Gatsby is better for this, and then there's like a big overlap where it's kind of like I don't know, like it's kind of up to you. <laughs> it doesn't really matter too much because like you know in the in the middle stuff, it's like well, I mean they're both React. So if you if you're choosing React and you're writing React components, it's like 
both Next and Gatsby are pretty much identical in that aspect. I mean, we're both using Webpack and Babel and uh, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, the experience of building a site is, is pretty much identical for both of them most of the time. Uh, where Next is like probably clearly better uh, choice is, you know, Next is like a lot lower level than Gatsby. It has a lot less assumptions about how you're going to use it. Where Gatsby is like, hey, we, we have opinions about how you're building your site. And, uh, you know, we have the plugin architecture. Uh, we have kind of like a data layer, et cetera, et cetera. And um, opinions are good if the opinions match what you're doing. Opinions are bad if you want kind of like maximum flexibility. So like if you're building like a, a kind of a, like a product, you know, like kind of a long running product, then next lack of assumptions is good because it allows you the flexibility to do whatever you want. Where, you know, if you're building a kind of a more standard kind of content site, then Gatsby's opinion is actually helpful because there's a lot, I mean, it's like, if you're building an application, you, you, you want to like, you're doing a lot of novel stuff. But a lot of websites are kind of like cookie cutter. Like, why, why reinvent the wheel when you don't have to? And that's, that's the advantage of, um, you know, plugins and opinionated architecture is that, you know, we spend a lot of work, you know, both the Gatsby team and the, the whole Gatsby community and all the people working on all the plugins, everything, we're all spending an incredible amount of work solving the same problems that you have. <laughs> so you kind of walk into a space knowing that a lot of smart people spend a lot of time working on the exact same problems that you're facing. Because if you're building a content website, there's absolutely nothing novel about what you're doing. You know, it's like, you know, you, you, you need to hook up to a CMS. You need to, like, pull it in efficiently. You need to drive, like, kind of content workflows. Um, you need to have sort of a preview server, staging server. You know, you need to, to, to load images performantly, like, load the page, you know, make, make sure the site is fast and so on. So anyways, th- 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 there's a lot of common problems um, that you'll hit. And uh, uh, that, that's, that's where uh, Gatsby thrives. But yeah, there's also, like, sort of this, like, well, it's, like, kind of a content site. It's kind of an app site. Um, and I would say, like, Gatsby is an excellent choice there, too. This is sort of the middle of the Venn diagram because, you know, again, we're React. We have great support for, you know, kind of client-side routes. So you could say, I mean, like, GatsbyJS.com. Like, we obviously have a lot of marketing stuff on there. Uh, we have a lot of docs page. Where, like, you know, so the marketing stuff is, like, pulled from, like, Contentful and WordPress. We have, like, docs that are pulled from, like, Markdown files. But we also have, you know, the Gatsby Cloud app. And it's, it's, it's just sort of running in the same architecture. Because in Gatsby, you could just say, you know, this section of the site is just sort of a normal React app, um, and, and then everything works kind of like you, you'd expect to uh, with like create React app and so forth. Got it. Well, that's a good segue to, to my next question, which I want to talk about Gatsby Cloud. So, yeah, what is Gatsby Cloud? What are some of the you know, tools in the in the suite of cloud tools, and how uh, you know how does how do Gatsby developers use those today? Yeah, yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean, our, our, our mission with Gatsby Cloud is just to be the best place to, to run Gatsby sites and, and um, solve, you know, again, these sort of common problems that you have building sites in, in, in a really nice way. Kind of long-term vision is like, it's like, well, all this stuff is like, you shouldn't have to worry about making your site fast. Like, it should just be kind of there out of the box. You shouldn't have to worry about, you know, setting up all these workflows, whether developer workflows and other things. And, and, and a lot of... Uh, you know, when I worked at Pantheon, people doing like Drupal, uh, you know, WordPress, like having a staging server was like always manual. There is like starting to be like hosting stuff where people are like, okay, we'll host your site and they did a reasonably good job. But like actually having like a full blown like dev stage, 
production workflow was like something you had to set up for every content site, which meant that like most people weren't. Like if you're doing WordPress, you're like FTPing like changes to your your your, your PHP files up to the, the hosting server stuff. It, it, it was just madness, you know. And so, anyways, it's just like indicative of like how far the industry has come in like the last 10, 15 years, and that you know now like you know Gatsby Cloud, Netlify, Vercel, like the Lambda, whatever, or not Lambda, but Amplify. Um, a, lot, a lot of these like there's a lot of people now offering this sort of like you put up a PR and we'll build the site automatically for you type thing. And, and, and uh, Heroku, of course, which kind of grandfathered all this stuff. And that's like a huge improvement um, to, to sort of the developer experience. That Like every project you start, you instantly have a really nice uh, uh, setup where you can like make changes, uh, get feedback on that, you know, deploy to production is really simple. And with Gatsby Cloud, uh, we first, you know, we, we, we do the same sort of stuff. We follow that same sort of pattern, but we, we, we make it just... You know, because we're like Gatsby experts, you know, the builds are as fast as possible. You know, we do a lot of tricks to 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 make builds like really, really fast, whatever this kind of the scale site you're, you're working on. Um, and we have a lot more uh, improvements that, you know, we're working on there. Uh, we'll continue to roll out. Um, and then the other part is like there's developer workflows. But, you know, particularly for content sites, it's like you have, you know, the content authors and editors and marketers and executives and all sorts of people who are working on the site. Like, it's not just, like, a few devs, like, whipping out something. It's, like, a whole team effort to to kind of, like, push that site forward. And it's, like, you know, for a lot of organizations, their website is, like, utterly key to the company. That is their, their product, basically, uh, and, and how they kind of, like, present themselves to the world. And so having uh, kind of marketer workflows be really smooth as well is something that we, we focus a lot on, on Gatsby Cloud. And so having, like, you know, your CMS has a preview button that you can click on, and it opens the right page uh, on your site. And you know, we're doing some work to have some like automatic indications when when things are reloaded, and like you know, anyway, there's a lot we're doing to kind of like really smooth out that experience for people. So, how does Gatsby Cloud compare to like hosting your Gatsby built application on Netlify? Um, like that's actually what we do here at LogRocket. Our our, our LogRocket.com is Gatsby, and then we just we use Netlify because that's what we've been using for a while, but yeah, curious. Yeah, because they they have some of this functionality, but it does. It sounds like they don't have quite as deep a Gatsby, quite as deep support for Gatsby as Gatsby Cloud. So, what are some of the advantages we might get from switching to Gatsby Cloud? Sure, sure. Um, yeah, so I mean, both both for the actual hosting aspects, uh, you know, Netlify has built their own CDN. Uh, they've done a great job at that. Um, we Gatsby Cloud uses Fastly, and and Fastly, you know, they IPO'd a year or so ago. They're they're huge. They well. <laughs> Uh, they're huge, and they run kind of like a good chunk of the internet. Um, you know, Reddit.com is on Fastly, so it, it, it's super fast, super super stable. So it is, but I mean, like CDN's a CDN uh, at some aspects, so that's that's not too different. Uh, the big difference is just the build speed, um, because we, we we again like we we uh, do a lot to make each build as like as incremental as possible, and we go really deep on that. So people moving from like Netlify to Gatsby Cloud often see like two, three x uh, speed up um, on, on their builds, uh, which just you know makes it makes a big difference just to kind of what is the experience like uh, you know working on a site. And yeah, and, and like I said, like we're we're working on some like huge initiatives right now, which basically you know a build you know speed, speed up things even more because like basically build is just like a CPU problem. So we're like, okay, how do we bring in? more machines to, to paralyze uh, your builds and speed things up even more. And so there's going to be some exciting stuff uh, later this year around that. Um, so looking at kind of the 
you know, you mentioned like you started Gatsby first and then a few years later built, started the business around Gatsby. And um, I believe now you've raised over, over 40 million. Is that mm-hmm. accurate? So, you know, you know, a lot of fundraising, like tell me a bit about how you're you know, thinking or maybe already monetizing the business is, is Gatsby cloud kind of the primary product and where you see like the, the kind of, uh, you know, business being built around or if not, or in addition, what are some future plans? Yeah, yeah, it's 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 Gatsby Cloud. It's it's because yeah, it's like Gatsby, like superb framework for building, you know, websites, apps, uh, and then Gatsby Cloud is you know kind of the workflow support and the tooling support and the hosting that you need to to run stuff. Because yeah, it's like you need you you, you know you need code and then you need infrastructure. Uh, and and the idea is that you know they're paired really beautiful together. And then Gatsby Concierge, that's, is that like your professional services branch to, to help teams that need help with performance or other tricky things about building apps? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a lot of companies, uh, you know, that are doing like high-profile Gatsby stuff, they're like, hey, we need some extra help. Uh, we're running into some problem that we can't figure out. Uh, and then they turn to us and then, uh, yeah, and we, we help out. Got it. So, you know, in the future, like what's on the roadmap for I guess we could look at both the Gatsby framework and then Gatsby Cloud. Just curious, next few years, like what are you most excited about? Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. So like I mentioned, it's like we're working on some initiatives that's going to speed up builds by uh, a ton. So that means faster builds and, and sites that maybe Gatsby doesn't quite scale to right now. You know, like if you're if you have like hundred hundred fifty thousand page site builds can take a few minutes. Too long, <laughs> yeah, it kind of varies. It's a little bit hard to predict. But anyways, it's not as as pleasant experience. But we, our goal is that regardless of the size of your site, it's like you deploy changes in seconds. You know, it's it's always under a minute, um, and even under like ten seconds for a lot of stuff. And and uh, really excited. Um, we already hit that threshold for for you know most sites that are on our platform, but um, we're we're doing a lot to kind of make that a kind of guaranteed uh, experience for people. And then. Uh, yeah, so really excited about that, and then also really excited about just all the improvements we're working on for the the preview marketer workflow type stuff, because that's traditionally been a big headache with sort of this this headless CMS world. Because like in a CMS, it's all integrated and works nicely, but there's a lot of uh, kind of practical problems you run into once you kind of like split the brain and you have like a different front end from the back end, and, and we're kind of like smushing them back together. It's a little graphic. Um, but anyways, we're, we're 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 making the experience really smooth for people, and and that that's pre- pretty much everyone you know running content sites. Uh, that's that's their biggest ask for us is like make that like incredible, um, and you have like all our business. Like we'll put every site in Gatsby Cloud because you know as, as a developer, like headless is awesome because you're like sweet, like someone else is running it for me. It's like super easy to set up. You know, it gives you a lot of flexibility in your, like, front end. You can, like, reuse the content in the different areas. You can, like, oh, we could build a mobile app. We could build, a, you know, multiple websites. Anyways, there's just, like, a ton of, like, architectural freedom that opens up when you go, when you kind of, like, split the, the front end and the back end of a CMS apart from each other. But the experience for, for kind of everyone else using the CMS typically gets a lot worse. Um, and our goal is, like, you know, uh, and we've done a lot to, to this point already, is, like, that you can actually move from like WordPress, kind of full stack WordPress, if you will, to to kind of like WordPress is only on the back end, and then Gatsby's on the front end, and and people, you know, the non-developers in, in working in WordPress won't even notice the difference. Um, that it can be that seamless, and yeah, and and, and yeah, we're pretty close to that. Um, 
And then, uh, yeah, beyond that, like React 18 has a ton of uh, really exciting uh, improvements that will kind of be really helpful for people building Gatsby sites. Uh, one of the big ones there is just, you know, partial hydration. It's kind of simple terms. Like right now, so, so what Gatsby does and all kind of all React frameworks like Gatsby does is that you have your page and then uh, we, we turn that page, we, we take that page and like, the page component, I guess, the code for the page, and we generate an HTML version of it. And then in the browser, we run the React app again and sort of reattach it to the HTML that's loaded. So we generate the HTML at build time, that loads to into the browser, and then we kind of like rehydrate it um, and then turns it back into like kind of a working uh, React app. But the problem with that is that right now, React needs all the code that was used to generate the page to be there in the browser before it can rehydrate it. So it's sort of like an all or nothing type thing. Either it's just like straight HTML or, or you have all the JavaScript and rehydrate it. And the problem with that is that, you know, for most pages, you have most, most of the, most, you, you don't actually care if most of it's like hydrated or interactive. You know, it's like most of the stuff people aren't actually doing things with. Um, it'd be much better if you could just be like, okay, there's this little, you know, there's a search bar and then there's like this little contact form at the bottom. And we want those to be hydrated right away and then only load the JavaScript for that. And that might be like 20% of the JavaScript or 30% of the JavaScript for the whole page. And so React 18, and Gatsby's going to ship full support you know, uh, uh, fairly soon for this, is um, with React 18, you'll be able to say, okay, these three components should be hydrated immediately, and then it'll just sort of work. And then, and anyway, the practical benefit of this is that making, you know, making your sites performant will be... Um, you, you have like a really powerful tool for ensuring that every page loads really fast because uh, you know longer, more complex pages, it just becomes tricky to 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 make the site fast because of, of the JavaScript that you're necessarily loading. Um, with this, you kind of have a scalpel to be like, okay, only load in this bits first, and then the rest of it can kind of lazy lazily come in. Got it. And specifically for folks that are already using Gatsby or you know, Gatsby nerds out there. I believe uh, three point version three is the latest version of Gatsby. Is that um, you know what what is exciting and new in Gatsby version three? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, great question. So, so V three, um, there's some big under the hood uh, uh, upgrades. So, like Webpack four to Webpack five, um, which brought the big change there. There's some improvements to like tree shaking and other to other kind of stuff. The big improvement though is like with, that that most people notice is uh, Webpack five has like a really nice caching uh, layer. And so for, for sites with more JavaScripts with caching, uh, we're rolling out the caching right now. So uh, the, the 3.7, it's like turned on for like 20, 30%. It's behind a flag. Um, and then 3.8 will roll it out for everyone. But anyways, with caching enabled, like the JavaScript building portion of things can drop like 10x or something like that uh, for warm builds. And so which is super nice for, for speeding up build times. And then yeah, and then and then along with that, uh, just some nice uh, build performance improvements. And then also uh, we had kind of a, a incremental build support behind a flag in V two that uh, uh, we've been working with the community and do. And in V three, uh, we did a lot of work to to kind of like move that into open source uh, and turned on for everyone. And so this this saves a lot of time for uh, you know bigger sites again. It's like uh, you run a build. And then on subsequent builds, they'll say, okay, which, which pages actually changed? Uh, and then, because, you know, Gatsby's uh, data layer makes it really, it, it can sort of like intelligently figure out which pages change between uh, builds. And it'll say, okay, actually only, you know, these seven pages 
uh, have updates, and then only rebuild those, not the other 10,000 pages or something like that. And so that, that can lead to really significant speedups on builds. So I believe you just recently released um, Functions as part of Gatsby Cloud. So everyone's talking about Functions nowadays. So you know what, what's unique or interesting about Gatsby's uh, version of Functions that just came out? Yeah. So uh, people use function. You know, people have used like serverless functions with Gatsby pretty much the whole time Gatsby's been around. It's a, it's a super nice fit. Uh, the whole idea is like the whole idea behind Gatsby in general is don't run servers. Like running servers is a lot of hard work. <laughs> uh, that's not specifically unique to, to your stuff. And it also just causes a lot of trouble because, you know, ideally your architecture is sort of like scale free. So if you have like a simple small site, like you just have a little bit of like you're paying just a little bit for hosting, but then as it scales, you know, it just kind of automatically scales up with traffic. Um, and that's really, really, really hard to do and, and just not worth it for yourself. So Gatsby's architecture is like, hey, build out static pages and then a CDN can just scale up and down as needed and you pay as you go. And like serverless functions gives you that same kind of like really nice properties, but for sort of backend, you know, type stuff. So you want to do like custom backend functionality. If you create a Node.js API and then you deploy it yourself, like you get a spike in traffic and like, you know, <laughs> goodbye, Charlie, you know, like the, the, the Node.js, the poor thing's just going to die, you know. But serverless functions, it's just kind of like, like the, the, it scales up and down. So like, you know, AWS Lambda is a super common place to run uh, functions. If you deploy your, your kind of Node.js backend there, you get a million visitors or no visitors. You know, it's, it's, it's all the same uh, um, to you. And it's all the same to AWS Lambda. And so what we want to do with Gatsby Functions is bake it into to Gatsby itself. So uh, the problem with using like AWS Lambda, uh, for example, is that you kind of have to like run a separate like a separate dev environment, separate build environment, separate kind of like, you got to do a bunch of stuff yourself um, to get them working. And we want to kind of, and then we want to bake them to Gatsby itself so that, you know, everything just kind of works out of the box. So starting with Gatsby 3.7 is when I went uh, GA. You know, just like we have a source pages directory, there's now a source API directory. And if you put a function in there, then it just sort of automatically starts responding. It can automatically start responding to, to kind of API requests. And, and that's like a, and it's just super nice. Like, it's just like a really, really simple uh, development environment. Uh, I like to think it was like the simplest possible dynamic backend that you, you, could, you could have. And so, because yeah, oftentimes you're like, you're building a website and you're just like cruising along, you know, building out the different, you know, uh, 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 pages. But then you're like, oh, I need to connect to the service or, oh, I need a form here. Like, where does it go? And like, oh, I need to load data from a database or, or from somewhere, you know, it, 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 and, and, and it just started this like, kind of like uh, record scratch, like, like everything kind of like stops because you're like, oh no, I have to like do all these extra things. But now uh, it, it's, 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 it's no problem at all. You can just like create a little uh, function and off you go. And then, yeah, with Gatsby Cloud, we, we kind of like deeply integrated it so that, you know, all, all, all the stuff that you expect works, works. So like you put up a PR with some changes to a function, then like the, the deploy preview you know, includes your changes, and you can like test it uh, against that and so forth. You know, routing you know works in production, of course, and then routing in production works because um, that's like another kind of weird problem with serverless functions is that it's like deployed to some backend URL, but you have to like route it correctly and whatever. And so all that's like 100% seamless, um, so you don't have to think about it beyond you know writing the code. So very excited about it. It solves a lot of you know solves a lot, ton of problems uh, and, and really kind of makes it a lot easier to build dynamic stuff with with Gatsby. 
Awesome. Well, Kyle, thanks so much for joining us today. This has been super interesting to learn about Gatsby. Um, for folks yeah. out there who want to learn more, I guess they can go to gatsbyjs.com. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, are you guys hiring if people are interested in working on Gatsby? Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, we have a careers page there. Uh, we have, yeah, we have like a couple of front end positions actually open right now. So uh, love to have you apply. Awesome. Well, thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hi, thanks for listening. Um, please remember to like, subscribe, uh, email me if you want, even though none of you do. Go to logrocket.com and, and try it out. It's free to try. Then it costs money, but yeah, we'll see you next time.